Before we begin our podcast, we'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land we're recording on. For Cass, it's the Borogagal people, and for Haley, it's the Dharawal people. Welcome Do you want me to, start? to the Christmas special. I started it and you ruined it. You ruined my enthusiasm. Can you can you can you get a little bit more enthusiastic, please? Because that was just like hi. Hi. Welcome <laughs> to the Christmas special. I love Christmas. My name's Haley. I think Christmas is okay. My name's Cass. <laughs> And we have our very special uh, co-host for this evening, the lovely, the divine, the de-dragged, as it turns out, Shazza Stone. I'm a ho-ho-ho. Who's not related to Sharon Stone. You're a a ho-ho host. You're a ho-ho host. (laughs) That works too. We're at the uh, point where this is the final episode for this season. We can mm-hmm. guarantee that we are coming back for season two. Uh, mm-hmm. We have already had conversations about things that we're going to do and new things mm-hmm. that we're going to. God, the thing is ugly on my finger. Every time I talk, I can just see that scabby little crappy thing. Anyway, um, we're, we're going to introduce new segments. We're going to be working on it over the Christmas period. And mm. we're obviously going to have the lovely Shazza Stone on any time that she wants to come on. And and also, hopefully, I will have yeah. more reveals. <laughs> yes, you thought that was all for Christmas? No, no, I'm an elf no, as no. well. No, no, no. But I will say on the Christmas theme, right, my wife doesn't celebrate Christmas but doesn't begrudge other people from celebrating it. I kind of turned on the charm a couple of months ago. And I said to her, I said, can we actually get a Christmas tree and do Christmas presents and everything? And she went, eh, yeah, why not? So we put our Christmas tree up this week with decorations and I wrapped presents. And she actually bought presents for me too, which is exciting. And um, <laughs> we have a neon pink Christmas tree and there's presents under it wrapped up and we've got stuff hanging around everywhere as well. Like we went. Full. It looks like not only did Christmas throw up in our apartment, but so did a bottle of Pepto Bismol. Um, how was your week this week? Let's ask Shazza first. How yes, let's do. So my week's been very, I would say, like in Melbourne, we've had a bit of a strong pollen count recently. And mm-hmm. as someone who is an ethnetic, um, I couldn't go out of the house yesterday because <laughs> I was mm. I literally went out and I was like, <laughs> can't breathe. But um, other than that, it's actually been a pretty good week. It's just I've been actively avoiding the pollen count because it's sort of like as it's coming out of spring into summer, it's sort of like the worst time for any asthmatic in Melbourne because we're all just like, oh, yeah. my God, what's going yeah. on? It's like we come into spring and it's awful and we're like, okay, now we've got used to spring and then on the way out, it's like, you thought you were ready? Well, fuck you. No, yeah. <laughs> basically, it's like pollen. Is that what um, happened to you when you lived in Melbourne, Cass? Actually, it was. Yeah. So, yes, it did happen when I was living down in Melbourne, Hayley. Oh, great. Tell me more. <laughs> no, I don't want to tell you anything. So how was your week, Cass? My week was okay. I went for a promotion yesterday. Oh, yeah, I I did you get it? I won't find out until oh, okay. it'll be, I think, maybe the day of or the day after this episode comes out. Um, i tell you what, uh, you know how you go into an interview for a promotion or, or, or for whatever and they go, if it's longer than 20 minutes, half an hour, something hasn't happened, something's not right, you know. The interview went for 58 minutes. <laughs> so... <laughs> I was like, and I was I was looking at the time because one of the managers was in the office with me and the other one was virtual. So of course, and they had it up on like the big screen and I was just watching the t- the clock tick 
the whole time. Yeah. And I'm like looking at it going, 40 minutes, 48 minutes, 50 minutes. <laughs> and they're going, oh, we still got a couple of more questions. I'm like, we're 45 minutes into it. And you still got more questions. Like what the, what have I done? What have I done wrong? Well, there was about 15 questions. I was at, at one point, I felt like I was getting peppered with questions. Mm -hmm. um and there yeah there was about 15 questions and because this promotion would move me up into a leadership role they just kind of went well we're going to ask everything also didn't help that halfway through one of the like the one who was on virtual their dog was throwing up (laughs) 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 but I'm not going to hold that against them because that's this is the nature of the beast now of working in virtual worlds and stuff. But um, yeah, they were like, oh, um, yeah, my dog just threw up. I'm like, that's fine. So let me just tell you more about me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is the dog okay? Do we have to take it to the vet? No, it's all good. Now let me tell you, let me sell you more about me. So Haley, can you please tell us how your week was? Well... So I only had like two things really happened to me that I made note of. One was, and you've got this app, so you know what I'm talking about. You know the Be My Eyes app? Yep. Um, so I've only ever gotten three phone calls. One, I couldn't answer. Two, I couldn't, I think, I think someone else answered it before me. And the mm-hmm. third one, I actually answered it. So for those of you who don't know, Be My Eyes is an app for blind people and people volunteer to answer phone calls and they'll they'll bring up a video and they'll ask oh you know how much is this item and they'll show you the video and then you just tell them so I actually got someone who was relatively grumpy I feel but you know what if I was blind I'd be grumpy too so he he had but it was the video was really bad like it was so fuzzy so he's showing me he's like what's this and he's like he picks this thing up and he puts it in front of the camera and it's, it's, it was a red little canister, I think. And I told him it was, but I think it's the, it was the continental chicken stock, mm-hmm. like in the, in those red canisters with the yellow label. Um, yeah. And then he's like, okay. And then hangs up on me. And I was like, okay, have, have a great day. Thanks. Bye. Um, but it was a really my, bad connection. So my one was lovely. Like I got, cause I've had about four or five and my, all mm. of mine have been lovely, lovely. And the, cause I always remember the first one, um, she was shopping in a supermarket and she wa- and she picked up um, some thread and she wanted to know what color it was. I went, Oh, it's black. <laughs> and she went, thank you. Click. And that was it. Like that's, that's all you do. Yeah. But you know what? Yeah. How long have we had the app for? About three oh, years. Like at, no, more than, I would say more than three, that. I was going let's four go or with five. five. Yeah. Um, yeah. If anybody, if anybody and, just wants to do it, like all you do is you download the app and it's literally B as in B-E, my eyes. Um, and they'll yeah. they call you, you. But, I mean, we've had it like four or five years and I've had like four. So it's not like it's like one of those things. the amount. Yeah, no, the amount of users is like six points. Oh, it could be six, it could be 600,000, and then like say 4,000 people are actually blind. So it's like the, and plus, you know, you might not, know, they might not know English and you might not know any other language. So yeah, I've only got three calls in about five years. And yeah, so just download it, whatever. Yeah, just help someone out every help now and again. Yeah. Okay, so the other thing, changing tune. My husband and I went to the shopping center. Yes, it's evil, but we had to finish off our Christmas shopping. And because my husband, like, as soon as he senses that there's a toilet around, he has to take a shit. Like, it's just, I don't, it, he's just one of those people. So I go, okay, you go do that. I'll continue shopping. So he comes back and he goes, something strange just happened I was like okay here we go he's I went to the toilet and all the stalls were taken so which is strange for a men's bathroom but anyway and so you said there was like a little family section off to the side where there's one small toilet and two big toilets and so there was someone in one of the big toilets anyway so he sat down and he was doing his business and he sees the shadow of the person that was next to him who was listening to porn 
and having a good old wank time. Ooh. Like how? Can I don't you, have a can penis. You, can you please list the shopping centre so none of us go to it, please? <laughs> Wollongong Shopping Centre. Oh. <laughs> I don't understand that how you could just what? be that overwhelmed with your horniness to be like yes i'm gonna go to a public toilet and just smash it out like i don't i don't i don't get it wanker gong no i don't understand anyway that was my week super exciting oh you also had you also had call them out okay yeah call them out so apple a bunch of rip-off bastards Three months old, my computer is, and my logic card died in the ass. And the guy's like, were you playing games on it? I'm like, yeah, it's a computer. He goes, well, you shouldn't play games on it. I'm like, fuck off. <laughs> like, what, what, is that, what does that even mean? <laughs> like, I'm not allowed to play games on my computer? Yeah. Doesn't make sense. All I, do, all I do on it is play games and edit our podcast, basically. Is all I do on it. So that broke on my first day of five days off. So I can't procrastinate on my computer anymore. So I've actually been doing housework, which is sad, but you know, motivating. What a waste of your days yes. off. I know. I think I have anything left because isn't it pancreas time? It is pancreas time. Uh, I went first last week. So uh, the lovely uh, Shazza story. Yeah. Let's go. Oh, wait, me first. What burst your pancreas this week? Oh, okay. Well, here's what I've been saving up. <laughs> yeah. I'm so cute. I've got to get in closer. Let me say very clearly. No, um, makeup brushes. I know that's a very weird, like, specific thing, but I have seen it more and more recently, and I really really dislike it now that i know that it's a horrible thing wash them cleanse them for the love of god please please do it because genuinely it can kill you if you don't i want to like i want to take that like like putting like the focus on it please for the love of god wash your makeup brushes because what's the best way to wash them yeah good um good question Haley. thank you thank you Um, well, actually, there's two things. If you want a quick cleanse, you know, if you want, to, if you're using them again within the next probably like five minutes, um, isopropyl alcohol, which you can get from places like Kryolan, um, chemical distributors, or even um, they've got a brand uh, like it's a green crocodile that you can buy from the chemist. Like um, it's okay. like a tiny little. Do you guys know the one I'm talking about? It's like a. Is it chemical... isocol? Yes, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Um, get that i don't recommend it personally because it's sort of like it's it's diluted a little bit i prefer getting the original version because it actually cleans and sanitizes um because isopropyl is a antibacterial agent which is used on cleaning but it's um what you can use on makeup brushes but here's a little makeup artist tip sard soap just a bar of sard soap and then you rub your brushes in a circular or straight motion depending whether it's um like the rectangular ones, which are quite thick, or if it's a buff, um, a buffer brush, a powder brush, or a um, blending brush, you know, the really like, thingy, like, like flared ones. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to, like with those ones, with the ones that aren't as dense, you need to go in circular motions. But if they're really dense, you can actually go up and down on the side. So, and what it does is if you've got, for example, white um, makeup brushes, which most people do, it's the standard, um, it will bleach it black, bleach it back to white, and also sanitize it, and it leaves it with a nice smell. So when you next use them, you're going to be like, hmm. But I mean, professionally, that's what we use. We use the sard soap because it's a deep clean. It's also an antibacterial agent as well, which makes it like most of the time sard soap is eucalyptus. Um, there's some places that have different varieties, like original smelling, but eucalyptus is the most well known one. Um, it actually does like a really quick job of cleaning your brushes. And I just really want to get it like out there that like sanitizing and cleaning your brushes is incredibly important, especially when it comes to your health, your well-being, and you know, keeping your skin clean. Like I am I use my makeup brushes every day, 
and I'm just going to take off my glasses. I only really have acne around my hairline because of the oils from my hair, but I've made sure that I keep my brushes clean and that I moisturize because I have to use makeup every day. But for someone like, uh, say a mum going down the shops, you know, putting a face on, they need to know that what they're putting on their face isn't going to break them out, which is the main and leading cause of acne in people out around our age is makeup brushes, literally. Mm. Sorry, I know that I went on a tangent there. <laughs> anyway. So Cass, what burst your pancreas? Let me in here. Uh, you know, I, <clears throat> I haven't really had a lot to do with the public this week. I will say one thing though, because this happened when I went into the office the other day and I went to get lunch, right? Um, what burst my pancreas this week, right? Australia fucking post delivery drivers. Oh, you and delivery drivers aren't having a great even run, my Even my dog's not happy with it. <laughs> Because <laughs> you can hear the dog in the background. Yeah. You know what it is? They're fucking liars. That's what they are. Okay. They're just liars. Since they subcontracted, they just hired, they, the companies have just got a bunch of liars. Don't tell me that you tried to deliver it and buzz me when I work from home most of the time. My wife <laughs> works from home all of the time. And I work from home either two days a week or three days a week, depending on which of my nine-day fortnight I've got. Right. And they're like, oh, we tried to deliver it because they send the email, and, but you weren't there. And it was like, well, yeah, I was here. So then I go downstairs to try and find the little fucking card. And you know what? There isn't a card. Why isn't there a card? Because they didn't attempt the delivery. I know I'm piggybacking on last week's episode with that fucking bullshit War Wars guy who held my food <laughs> hostage. Right. This one is holding shit hostage. However, I got the parcel and that's the important thing. But so, courier bloody, oh, oh, couriers, right? <laughs> I'm fucking sorted now, right? So I bought, we bought a new set because of the knife set that we have now um, has got chips in it and stuff. And we've had it for about 10 years and we were like, fuck it, let's buy a new one. So we bought Damascus steel Japanese knife set, right? She's like, she bougie. We paid some money for it. It's like eight or nine knives in the set and everything. Now it only has to come from Melbourne. Today, recording day is Friday, right? I purchased it on Monday. I purchased something from South Australia that turned up the very next day. We had a big purchase week this week. My knives are still in Melbourne. Do you want me to get them for you? <laughs> I can do <laughs> 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 Yeah, but. Yeah. We had the same but issue they, with shirt. But they feel, yes, that's right. But they feel that if they just put the little disclaimer when you do the tracking thing, if they just put the little disclaimer at the top going, oh, because of the weather, there's going to be some delays. Like we're all supposed to go, Oh, that's okay. It's not. It's not. Put my fucking shit onto a plane. Put my knives onto a plane and send them up here because they're pretty. They're very, it's a very pretty knife set. The problem was I didn't think it through because, and I'm too scared to actually go onto the website to order the knife block that needs to go with it because <laughs> that may never turn up. I remember ordering something from Menu Log. We ordered fish and chips about three years ago and we're still fucking waiting for them. <laughs> we, we, it, never, it never turned up. The fish and chips never turned up. We're still waiting for it. And what makes it even funnier now is that that fish and chip shop closed because of COVID. So I think we're yeah, never going to get that. Because of COVID. <laughs> right? So, you know, just don't lie. Just go... Couldn't be bothered. I'll deliver it tomorrow. Like, just like, if you can't deliver something, if you can't do something, don't just say, oh yeah, it's going to be there or I'll be there or whatever. Like just literally say, sorry, I can't, or it won't be there when you expect it to. Just don't yeah. bullshit. Don't, yeah. don't give us the imaginary timeline. How about mm. that? So um, Hayley, Hayley, 
Yes. What's happening with your pancreas, girl? Um, it's like semi irritated. <laughs> so slightly inflamed. <laughs> it's just miffed. It's just a little bit bothered. Just yeah. A little bit. <laughs> yeah. So I went I went to the gym. Yeah, I did. And I haven't been in such a long time because it's just schedules and trying to work it out. And plus my iron has been super low. So the fact of me doing anything strenuous, I'm like, Ugh, no, thank you. But I got my iron infusion today. So I'm I love getting an iron infusion. Honestly, it's the best thing. Because you're like, yeah, so <laughs> I feel, I feel, I feel okay. I don't, I haven't had any like adverse effects yet, but apparently tomorrow I might feel a bit funky, but I have to go to the zoo tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. So I went to the gym and I do Zumba and just get my cardio, just get, get my heart rate pumping. And there was this younger girl's sort of behind me and we, there's like a this little like pole in the middle and we put our drink bottle no we're dancing on anyway, it she had a fun, no right. no uh, it's like a it's it's like a it's a loading beam like it's a bearing not, yeah, it's not a bearing like a pole one, yeah. pole yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 so anyway i noticed in between songs she's going over to her phone and texting like every every time and i'm like why and this annoys me especially in the gym I'm like, just shut off for an hour. Like, just put put your music on. Don't touch your fucking phone. It can't be that dire that you can't wait until after you work out. Like, I'm, when I go to the gym and I don't realize it until I'm there and if I'm doing a class, all I'm focused on is that class. And it's so nice because when I'm at home, I'm, you know, either, okay, I got to do this, I got to do that, I got to do this, you know, I got to go to work tomorrow. And I, like, my brain doesn't stop. But at the gym, all I'm thinking about is, holy fuck, how long am I supposed to hold this plank for? Because I'm probably going to drop very soon. And, like, that's all I'm thinking about. And, like, it just annoyed me because I'm like, just be, it's only an hour. You're not going to, nothing is going to implode. Like, put the fucking phone down. Put it down. Brenda, put it fuck down. <laughs> that's why I like swimming. That's why I like doing my swimming when I when I go swimming because you've got no choice. You have to yeah. go off the grid when you're in there. And I just like the whole, when I'm doing my laps, I just go, I'm like, what am I going to do today? What, what are we going to do this weekend? What I, how am I going to tackle that problem when I get to work today or, or whatever? That's, that's why I would prefer, I prefer swimming to going to the gym because I can have that time. Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't help that the watch that I wear when I'm swimming, you know, messages come up on my phone. And when I have that breather after about six or seven laps, I look and I go, oh, nothing to worry about. But um, it's not like I'm going to jump out of the pool and go and answer the phone or anything. But I just like that. That's why I love the swimming because you don't have to think about anything. Like I just, yeah. like people know, like if I'm not answering the phone, like I genuinely answer the phone pretty much all the time, unless it's like a spam call. And even then, sometimes I answer it just to be a dick. But um, <laughs> Like I'm just like, hi, who's this? Um, <laughs> you've called, you've called Colleen. No, <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I do that often just to annoy people. But um, but like they just hang up, and I'm like, I've done my job. If I don't answer my phone, I'm either asleep, eating, or sewing, or doing makeup. I forget what my point was. The story. Anyway, put your fucking phone away. It's a fucking gym. Put it away. Stop filming exactly. yourself. No one cares about your reps or your or your, your fucking insta followers. No one cares. Hi guys, I'm just in the gym. I love how this episode, I love how this episode in particular, now that when we're all trying to make our point, we just all all decided that we're just going to get closer to the screen. Yes, because I have that movement now because I'm not stuck at a desk because there is no desk in front of me. Don't use your fucking phone at the gym, bitch. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck off, Brenda. Mm, Brenda. So Cass and I had to watch Christmas movies this week. Mm-hmm. She gave me Single All The Way. Um, basically, I'll just give a quick like little synopsis. You know the story in the first two minutes. He's going to get with the best friend. 
they're gay, they're roommates, but they're platonic. But then he goes on dates with other men and his family set him up and he wants to move hometown. And his friend's like, no, don't do that. And then he's like, I love you. He's like, I love you too, but we can't be together. And then they finally get together in the end. That's it. That's that's all the stupid movie was. Uh, Jennifer Coolidge was funny. She had two quotes that were hilarious. Oh, she, oh, she goes, oh, gay men love me. I don't know why. Is that, and I was thinking that I was like, in my head I was like I know that movie but I think it's literally just for Jennifer Coolidge like, yeah um she said something else but I can't remember anyway I give it like two toasts I'm gonna give it two to- like I like Christmas movies they're corny as shit I like them two toasts for single all the way take it away Cass with your falling for Christmas yes you gave me the uh <clears throat> Netflix uh Christmas classic to end them all <laughs> Falling for Christmas, the new Lilo movie. <laughs> now, those who don't know me very well, young Shazza, Haley knows this. I am a a connoisseur of these cheesy movies. Loves B, it. She loves it. B, I will do marathons of like four or five in a row, right? And you will find that I will cry in every single one of them for whatever reason. I'm like, I'm so happy, even though I know it's a Formula E movie. I'm so happy they got together and it was all Christmas. <laughs> I'm falling for Christmas. <laughs> so, right, I, 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 was, I was already in. As soon as it's got Christmas in the title, except for those Santa Claus movies and stuff, if it's like a Hallmark movie or one of those romantic Christmas movies, I'm in. So Lilo is the daughter of a business magnate, a hotel person. And her and her boyfriend decide that they're going to go up on top of a mountain. He proposes to her. The yeah. other thing that we missed when we were talking about a Christmas movies last episode, the one thing that we actually forgot to mention with these kind of movies is there's always a precocious fucking kid in them. Right? The kid is too mature for their age. They're too wrapped up in their. When I was eight or nine years old, I can guarantee you if I tried to interfere with my mother's shit, she would have turned around and went, get the fuck out of here. You're just a kid, (laughs) right? Don't tell me how to live my life and don't interfere in it like all parents would do, right? Mm. But no, these precocious little snots come in and go, I think it's about time that we got me a new mummy, even though the other mummy's only been dead for two years. But, you know, you need love, daddy. So, right. So, needless to say, there's a precocious kid in this. She decides that she's going to send a little bit of a wish up there because, you know, the dude running the store is Santa Claus. And so he makes the miracle happen of the wish. So then what it does is it blows this storm, this snowstorm through whatever it is. Lindsay, Lilo's getting proposed to on top of a mountain. She gets blown off the mountain, hits her head, gets amnesia. In comes big lip dude from Glee, right? He was in Glee. So he's got the <laughs> lip thing going on, right? The thing, and he's like, and it's, it's, it's also a throwback to the, um, <clears throat> excuse me, Goldie Horn and Kurt Russell movie, um, Overboard, where it's like, he goes, we can't afford anybody to look after our hotel. How about we take the chick with the amnesia and get her to be our bloody working slave and get her to make our beds and clean our toilets and shit so we don't have to worry about paying people. But I love right. how they give her amnesia, but she's incapable of knowing how to make a bed. Like right. they right. just forget basic tasks. Mm-hmm. Her character's name is Sierra. So because she can't remember her name, the precocious little fuck child, right, says to her, what's your name going to be? And I think I think the kid picks Sarah. I can't remember. Yeah, the kid the does. Kid, the kid picks yeah, Sarah. Yeah, picks Sarah. So close to Sierra. So, so then, of course, you know, she brings, so the character before she has the amnesia is a bratty little, like, upstart, you know, Lilo's character. So then she becomes this plain old ordinary, everything's all good in the world, la-di-da, you know, I'm in love with the dude after 35 seconds of knowing him, 
And, you know, I want to be mummy to this kid. If that was my fucking child or the, my stepchild, I can guarantee you, and I know I just said it, keep out of my life, kid. Mm. Right? You don't know me. And you don't own me. Don't tell me how I should live my life. Don't tell me that I should be with that dude or he should be with me or whatever it is. Get, go to school. Get an education. <laughs> sort your own shit out. Fucking. Right? I love you. Bro. So, thank you. So, so, right. So then what happens is they fall in love and the same thing always happens, right? They fall in love, but they can't be together because, oh, no. mate, who's got the kid, right? He's a man of honor and he can't come between Lilo and because everybody comes back, finds her. And she all of a sudden has a memory, but he's like, I can't get in the way. She's already with somebody else. Well, guess what? She was already be with somebody else. She was his beard because he was a big old gay. <laughs> he was a big old gay. And that's not even me just being stereotypical. He was a gay because it came, it happened in the movie. So then what happened was because, you know, everything needs, have you noticed that everything has a time frame? Mm. Like I have to, like in the romantic movies, I have to get to them before they get on the plane. Well, you know what, bitch, just get on the fucking plane and follow them. Mm. Right? They have phones and stuff, so just give them a call. Exactly. Send them a fucking text message. Send them a dick pic. Send them whatever it is. Go, this is for you. Like, you know, so she's like, well, he's gay and I didn't really want to be with him anyway. Um, I want to be with old mate who's got no money and a precocious little dead shit of a child. I want to be with them. So she goes to look for them and he goes to look for her and everything and they get together and they do a big smoochy smoochy and then all of a sudden she's just happy to be this stepmother to this fucking child who I just wanted to bitch slap. Like, fuck off. Like, get out of, you are not a grown-up. Don't interfere with grown-up stuff. Dead wife's mother was also living with them and all of that and she was an interfering old bitch too. And every time her acting was so bad, like the, the, the grandmothers acting was really, really bad. However, having said that it's a romantic Christmas movie and welcome back Lilo. You actually did. Okay. I'm giving it because it's in my favorite genre of the bullshit Christmas romantic. Let's all be, be kumbaya and God bless Santa and God bless all the little children's giving it three times. doesn't deserve it but okay no because it's in my favorite genre but it's not the spirit of christmas right no we need that needs to come back we need to start a petition get the spirit of christmas back onto streaming services i miss my man thomas baudouin i miss him all I've got is pictures on the interweb to look at. I want to see my favourite movie that I see every year since I found it, The Spirit of Christmas, with the wonderful, beautiful, lovely, delicious, he's going to be my future ex-husband, Thomas Baudouin. <laughs> I love him. Yeah, Hallmark. Get it together. It it's not a Hallmark movie. I don't know. I don't know any of the Christmas productions. What's, so, what's the last Christmas movie you've watched, Shazza? Shazza. God. Um, you're going to hate me. Um, for the last probably like half a decade, I haven't mm-hmm. been super Christmassy. Um, only because, you know, I've just been establishing my life in Melbourne. And, um, but the last Christmas movie I watched was... Um, but like I'd, it was a more of a rewatch. Like I'd seen it before when I was a kid, but then I watched it and I was like, "God, this is as camp as I remember it." <laughs> um, the Grinch, you know, the one, the one with. Um, oh my god, I love the Grinch. Yeah. I know. Like, oh, oh, like, oh, 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 oh! It's a good thing you were on this week, Shazza, because I um, <laughs> Haley knows this. I bought VI poop. Thank you. How I don't think you told me that. I did. I bought it. Like, remember how I put it in my cart on the episode? Oh, right? that's right. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it got delivered. Fuck, that stuff's good. I know, right? 
Yeah, if only I had it in Tassie. I don't like to spray uh, it at uh, home because I like to punish my husband. <laughs> yeah, I have two. I always have two. One at home. Well, actually, technically three because we've got two toilets here. But um, so I've got two at home and then one in the car. Um, but it's not for like any other reason like than taking it with me when I exit the car because I like like your husband. If I see a toilet, I need a shit. So, um, <laughs> but it's also like I think it's my stomach just has that moment of like you got to do it now because you've got to be somewhere in half an hour. So I'm just like okay, well, <laughs> sorry, the public toilets smell. It gets to me anyway, like especially men's toilets. Mine's but, um, more about the visual sound effects that come out that I get yeah I get subconscious like conscious about um luckily the toilets at work that we have at the depot like there's a really loud exhaust fan near one of the toilets so I always go into that toilet because the other day I was having trouble pooping I actually had to take pooping medicine but oh my god that was the best shit I've ever done once I unplugged it anyway sorry too much information next Uh, Canada versus the world. Can um, I just start off by saying that uh, Brooklyn out of drag with that fucking mullet. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Really not digging it. (laughs) No. Uh, Not at all. I miss when Brooklyn was doing weird shit. You know, like like she'd go on on the stage and she'd be like, I made the best woman win. You know, yeah. like I missed that because it was like it was some weird shit, but it made it very unique for me to watch. Yeah. Um, my friends like, met when I'm like my friends met Brooklyn recently, like she did a show out here or something. Yeah, yeah, and he they did the meet and greet and he said that she was super boring. Like and you know what, you know, they're probably tired and it's probably, you know, the twentieth meet and greet or thirtieth or whatever. But like yeah, he was like really disappointed meeting her. And I was like, oh, that's kind of sad because you get really like starstruck and you're like, like even Detox, who had that long ass line at Drag Expo, like was dancing into. with me. Yeah, that we barged into because we have our peace boot. And yeah, she was like dancing with me and like, like it wasn't like a rush thing. And yeah, she was mm. great. Remember, she got me to grab her nipple. <laughs> grab my hand shove yeah. it down a top she goes because it's something i said she goes oh my god you made my nipples hard and then like grab my hand and put it down a top for me to feel it and i'm like oh, okay yeah cool and like yeah no that would, but you know what with brooklyn a prettier girl is one of the loneliest creatures on the planet right so i know i feel she it probably every day. doesn't have well i was going to say that's why i have lots of friends right? <laughs> <laughs> and married um but some some people are just bored. But, but is it boring or shy? You need I to think be able shy. to do. Yeah, because I have met Brooklyn before, like um, when she came around uh, a few while ago before Canada started. Um, yeah. She is a very friendly person, but I think like it's only once you get to sort of like under that barrier of like. Um, oh look, I get it. Like meeting people is you know not my forte. Um, and maybe it's just not hers. Hmm. Well, you don't have to. The thing is, like, you can be, in, as long as you're interacting positively with your fans, that's really the only thing that people expect you to do. And she, to be fair, like, she didn't not interact positively. She was probably just a hmm. bit like, you know, and yeah. I get that because, I mean, I've been in that same position myself. Like, but I still, for me personally, I have to go, hi, you know, because I have to do it because it's just... <laughs> I don't feel like Shazza otherwise if I'm not like in that character mode. I know that sounds funny because like I am a very flamboyant person generally, but as Shazza, I just have that little bit more. Yeah. Like, that more between me and me, so to speak. Mm. You know, because like Shazza's up here going. But I think also the thing is that when, as, as, as a fan, right, if I'm <laughs> buying a meet and greet, or I'm doing a meet and greet or whatever it is, I don't necessarily need, it's lovely when they are fantastic because it just it just makes the experience so much more. But when you're a fan and you bite the meet and greet, you want to meet them and get the photo taken with them. She's mm. surfacing. Mm. She's doing the service. She's yeah. standing there 
with the arm around or whatever she's doing, you're having the smile, giving the person the meet and greet experience. It's not meet, greet, and let's become best friends experience. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. Like it is at like it sounds horrible to say, but at the end of the day, this is a business mm. and it's an industry. And if you're paying for a meet and greet, you get a bit of a conversation, you get a photo with them, and that's yeah. what you're paying for. That's the celebrity experience generally. Like if you get I mean, I was going to say Taylor Swift, but she doesn't do meet and greets. She just selects people at random. But um, just say you're meeting Katy Perry for a meet and greet. You know, she'd be like, hi, you know, let's get a photo done. Uh. But yeah, that's just about like, like you just can't really yeah. like expect that too much from people, honestly. And people are just so yeah. going back to the first episode and the whole cast um i still find silky that meganash so fucking annoying oh my god why, why do they keep doing this to, why do they what did we do wrong what did the world do wrong for them to just keep slapping us in the face with silky nutmeg ganache what did we do wrong we I'm, didn't hurt anybody i'm sort of on the fence with silky like i like her as a person and i find her oh. funny but i think sometimes it can get into the field of annoying like quite a bit, but it's just sort of like, I know people like Silky who have got a very big personality and it's sort of something you either have to adapt to or don't, <laughs> you know, and it's sort of like, no, mm, a lot of people. I don't want to adapt. I want her off, yeah. get her off. I mean, I'm so glad I need to see them though. Not to ruin it for people that haven't seen no, it. No, I love, I love Anita Wiglet and here is the reason why. The personality and the smile and everything, I'm just like, that's rainbow wiggle. I just I just love that just no love matter it. what she's saying, even when she was having a moment, she was mm. still smiling. Yeah. Mm. She was like, she's so, I love she's it. such a beautiful personality. I'd love her. Like, yeah, agree. Person. And, like, she's so kind. Like, that's the thing. Like, all people think her personality is a little manufactured. But it's not. I don't. No, I would never. No, I, would I don't never, think so You either. can't. You can't manufacture that. No, and it's you can't as well. Yeah. Like right. She has that personality that's like, I've considered everything I've said, and I'm saying everything with the conviction behind it, because it's not just being like, hi. <laughs> it's like yeah. she's actually meaning every part of it, and I respect that immensely about her as a like as a queen in general. Uh snatch game in the second episode super excited i was like yes like this has never happened before where it's episode two i'm so excited and then we watched it knowing really (sighs) (sighs) yeah (laughs) it was like no it was only like two that were okay yeah really like in the entire thing it was just like the rest of it was like but to be fair the reading challenge was pretty rough as well and the only one that really won it was in egypt like it was, it was, it was the whole thing. The the uh, that wasn't even reading challenge. That was that wasn't like it was a reading challenge in name only. What they what they did was, um, nothing. Yeah, like it wasn't like, a reading challenge. It was like they were just reading a book. Like it just felt like literally none of it was a read. And if it was a read, it was really mean. Yeah. Like it was and because, like, wow. yeah, and because Anita Wiglet got like one laugh, she won. <laughs> yeah. that, that's what it came down to. As long as somebody chortled, you were going to win that. But <laughs> whatever. And then she just, Anita, what were you doing with Adele? I have no idea. I call it the um, the Mini Cooper effect. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Like I love, I love Mini as a person, and. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't not say that. Like, she's a brilliant person. But, like, the the Ellen and the Adele, the Adele was rough. It was rough. And it was, like, the thing is, like, I think the thing is, um, I was talking to Patrick about this, my partner. Um, he quite literally said, if you go after a big celebrity, you're not going to have much to work with. If you go for someone a bit more obscure and a bit more room to sort of work with, you can generally get a better character. Like, um. The best example would be, like, while she's not obscure, she is dead, Judy Garland, you know, and um, uh, Jinx's Judy Garland. Like, you know, she's been dead forever. 
Don't be jealous oh, my of my boogie. boogie. <laughs> Is that my camera? Is that my camera? <laughs> There's only a minimal point of reference. That's why you've got the obscure thing and you can kind yeah. of work it and twist it and manipulate it. Whereas there are heaps of interviews with Adele and there are heaps of, and Ellen had her own frigging show for crying out loud or whatever it is. And you're right. Anyone that's done Britney, anyone, the only person I will ever accept doing a celeb, like a major celebrity impersonation is Chad Michaels. Mm. Although and Ginger's Adele was pretty good. Yeah. But it was, it was like. But she played, mm. she played Adele out of singing because Adele out of singing is like the most bogan person in England. Yeah, she's the she's best. She's got this cockney accent and she played into that, which is what Anita Wiglet should have done. But Anita Wiglet should have done gone the complete opposite. She should have had someone that never smiled. She should have just impersonated someone that never smiled. Yeah. And then she's constantly smiling and happy. Yeah. Like I thought it would have been hilarious if she flipped and made them a happy person like I don't know I, you probably couldn't do it for political reasons but like Vladimir Putin like I think that that would have been funny but he'd probably kill America or something maybe but you know who was it who did um the Korean the North Korean leader Kim Chi Kim Jong-un um Kim Chi uh, yeah yeah Kim Chi yeah. yeah but like she nailed that and the thing is it's funny because it's like um like Kim Chi is South Korean so it's sort of like it's a sort of like a digital but also political sort of like message. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. pretty sure you can go to jail for that if she goes back. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. I'm watching the. I just watched uh, uh, season three, season two, and season four, and obviously season four is the is the season that Raja won. Mm. And in that season, the amount of racist, transphobic, and fatphobic comments, like Raja dresses up as a native Indian. She's fucking Indonesian. Manila mm-hmm. Luzon impersonates every Asian character she possibly can. Mm-hmm. It's so, and like, you couldn't get away with that this day. I love Raja, but not in that season the queens have also learned from that experience as well i 100 yeah like I, I look and we talked about this contextually it wasn't seen that bad the yeah. internet wasn't taken that out of wasn't that big yeah no, no. but nowadays definitely and we were a bit more aware of it we should have been aware of it then and that's something yes. that we like as a not just as a nation as people who are white generally speaking, or like native, like not native, Australians and Americans and white Americans and white Australians. We need, we probably needed to be a bit more aware of it, but we weren't. Mm-hmm. But like, the thing is we're aware of it now and that's the yeah. important mm-hmm. part and not to actually have that happen again, which is why you'll see in the newer seasons, they don't have that sort of like, you know, race themed or, you know, anything that forces that sort of like, you've got to get in geisha. You know, you've got to do like do all that you can't. Well, like I said, well, in episode two, when um, Victoria's gone address the fishy comment, mm. which I didn't, I, I knew that, you know, it's about the vagina because, you know, whatever. But I don't really, I have a vagina, so I don't really care. Like, whatever. Um, but I can see how people, I can see how people can get offended by it. I guess that's you know got, their got, prerogative. I got two vaginas and we don't care. No, I don't really care either. But that's because my vagina doesn't smell like a fish. So, but I think maybe people. Very, um, it's more like it's seen as more of a transphobic sort of thing in the community now, more than anything, because saying you know she looks fishy is like she's passable. Um, mm-hmm. and that's where she was getting it with her and I understand that it's a, it's a UK and it's it's more prevalent in the Melbourne scene than the Sydney scene but um, we are very inclusive here of terms and like the way we approach things and I think that's mm-hmm. an important thing because we're taking that from you know other countries like the US and the UK the US still does use fishy as a term of you know she's passable as a woman but mm-hmm. sort of like when they were doing, you know, that now they've got, she already had hers, but they used to have, you know, 
you've got him, you know. And like that, looking, obviously looking back now, I was like, but like, (laughs) that's what fishy is to people right now. And I do agree with the use of it as per like the community in drag. Whether people use that in their personal lives is their business. But I think in the scenes of drag, because we've got so many diverse performers now, as well as, you know, like diverse drag. And I think using the word fishy is a bit outdated anyway, in regards to the use of drag, because we're all presenting differently. You know, like um, my friend Ego, who does the clown, like beauty drag. Like this is how I could describe it, clown beauty, but it's beautiful. Mm. It's strange and it's interesting to look at. But then I've got a friend, Belial Bazaar. Um, they paint themselves like a bird and a squid and all of this stuff. And it's a beautiful artistry, but they are a non-binary artist, um, to my knowledge. Uh, I'd have to check into that properly. But, you know, like I see their work and I see all walks of life doing drag now. And it's incredibly endearing to see. Like, especially, like, starting when, like, I say starting when I started four years ago. Like, it was so different. Um, When I started drag, it was still quite an uninclusive environment. You know, it was either you're a glamour drag queen or you're nothing. Mm. But I I think that's the overwearing, like, over, not overwearing, overbearing drag scene in general. But I also do appreciate all the different walks of drag at this point. And... With that comes adaption in your language, you know, to include everyone. You know, you say drag artist, not drag queen, or, you know, especially um, if you're talking to an artist who is a drag king or a drag artist just in the zone of either or. It's sort of like it's we're adapting our pronouns, so to speak, in regards to. Mm -hmm. And especially within our community, it's very important to make sure you're at the awareness level that you need to be for it because mm. you're going to get judged by people that are like mm, she says fishy but as long as you're changing and adapting and making the effort I believe that you shouldn't be criticized for accidentally using a word or not knowing better knowledge is power so I, that's just you're very passionate about these things if you can't tell <laughs> I just go we get passionate about things too, just different things. Yeah, fuck you, Brenda. You fucking Jim. <laughs> yeah, Brenda. Mm. I think that's you the name of this you episode. Are. Fuck you, Brenda. Fuck you, Brenda. Fucking. Put your fucking phone Put away. Put your phone down. <laughs> <laughs> Put your fucking phone down at the gym. Fucking. I will say though, you know one thing that surprised me? Victoria Scone singing. Mm-hmm. It was good. Like it wasn't just drag race. You know, like editing. She gives me Adele vibes. Yes. But it was like she hit the octaves and the changes and everything. And it was like, I'm sorry, what? You can you can do this bits and this. <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm just gonna quit drag right now. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, but like when she sang, it was like Do you sing? Oh god, no. Not no? well. This <laughs> 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 you on the piano. Oh, <laughs> Oh, my <laughs> I've always wanted to do a, like a really bluesy number on a piano. Like it's my dream. I just want to like sit on there, but it's not bluesy. It's like really fucking stupid. Yeah. It's just sitting yeah. with me going like, boo. <laughs> uh, Ginger's at the Oxford every Friday from 9 p.m. We have Maxi Shield and Jackie Hyde in the Fatty and Skinny show. Also at Ginger's at the Oxford every Saturday from 9 p.m. The Triple D's with Maxi Shield, Coco Jumbo, and Jackie St. Hyde. Uh, this weekend, they're actually Jackie and Van, not Jackie, Maxi and Vanity are doing their Silver Jubilee this weekend, mm. second, third, and fourth. And uh, for World Pride, the Taronga Zoo are having a drag gala on March 2nd, 2023, with confirmed queens from RuPaul's Drag Race down under seasons one and two. So far, we have Karen from Finance, Kidamine, my girl, Spanky Jackson, Coco Jumbo, Electroshock, Hannah Conda, Molly Poppins, plus Carla from Bankstown, Hollywood Star, and Space Horse. Ladies and gentlemen, please support Hero Huggers by Rennie. 
um, because I personally have five of them, the pillowcases, different ones. I have bought a couple of presents. Haley has got four. Is it four? Four, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Please get in. Please get in while you can for Christmas. So please, everybody, get on to Hero Huggers by Rennie. Top quality, top notch. If you want to sleep with a celebrity, <clears throat> buy the Hero Huggers. Plain and um, simple. Yeah. So we want to. Oh, we have it. Oh, 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 oh. Good news. Good news. Good news. Are you ready for this? Yes. We have 25 subscribers on YouTube now. I mean, at least someone wants to watch we us. We finally broke the 24 subscribers and got our 25th. And that was because I went to a work friend. Hey, do you have YouTube? <laughs> Can you do yeah? it? Subscribe. Can sign up. I'm going to corner some more people at work too. I'll be like, you don't have to watch or, or listen, but just subscribe. I'm Watch what I do. Yeah. Cass, you have a whole team that you could make subscribe to you. Yeah, right? You'd think I'd be more pushy, yeah. wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, be fucking pushy. So don't forget. If they don't ask forget. you to do something, go be like, no, until you subscribe, then I'll do something for you. I'm going to start yeah. doing that. So, so don't forget to hit like and subscribe on YouTube. Don't forget to follow us on the Insta- Instagram at Drag Me Out Official. At Drag Me Out Official, if you are an up and coming drag queen and you want to spruik yourself, get yourself out there, get people listening to you, hearing who you are and what you're about. Please, by all means, hit me or Haley up. My or grandma's or, or Shazza. So we can organize to get you on so people can find out who you are because if you are a drag artist, a drag performer, a drag queen, a drag king, a drag whatever it is, we love you just for being you. And we Just would a also, drag in general. Yeah, and here, here I am just dragging out the finish. Um, right. Well, it's called drag me out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we want to thank especially our very special co-host who we love having on the show and we just love and adore you, Shazza. We really do. And from those of us who do celebrate hey. Christmas, <laughs> I want to say. For those of us who do celebrate Christmas, Merry Christmas to everybody. For those who do not because of their religious beliefs, Happy holiday season, happy Kwanzaa, happy December, happy going into January and have a very safe and Merry Christmas to everybody and we will see you all next season. And Haley, do you have anything to say? Um, I just want to say if you're finding it a bit tough this Christmas, holidays can be super tough on people. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Uh, There are plenty of hotlines. I'll leave some drop downs in the comment in the, what is it called? In the comments. Is that what it's called? Links. Yep. Description. I'll leave them there. uh, There's especially men's health sheds that uh, really focus on just men's mental health because they're the leading statistics in taking their own life uh, because they think that there's no help, but there is plenty of help out there. Um, even out. contact us. Mm-hmm. We, we can chat. Yeah, we'll be your family. We like to chat. Haley, Haley can attest to the fact that I love a good chat. Yeah, I love yeah a good she does. Chat. I'll chat. Seriously, I'll chat your fucking ear off. Like, seriously, you know. shut the fuck up. So yeah. So, um, <laughs> all right. So if you need, on a serious note, if you do need help, please reach out. We can give you resources for that. But other than that. Happy holidays, happy new year, because we won't see you until the new year. And hopefully when I get my computer back, I can edit this episode and it'll be out before Christmas. That would be nice. All right. And all the, all the best and everybody stay safe for uh, uh, 2023. Hmm. Oh God. The last, mm-hmm. It's the last year of my 40s next year. Shazo, mm-hmm. is there anything that you would like to say? It was a really good experience to talk with you guys too introduce myself to the world and talk about 
uh, subjects that really do matter. We, we hit the serious and we hit the funny. I hope you all enjoyed it, Cass, Haley, the public. <laughs> and all 25 of them. Yeah, well, all 25 of them. <laughs> We don't yeah, know. but that's that's the subscribers on the YouTubes. I mean, we're on the um the the streaming. What are we on again? Apple, all, Spotify, all sites, or Heart Radio, all of I them. Heart listener. Well. Yeah, however many we, however many listeners that we've got, but we just want to say from us to you, please have a safe uh, Christmas, a safe New Year. And we will see you all next year. And we love you all. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye. All right. Bye. 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 Bye.